Are you worried about never being able to afford a home? Well, you should be. I'm Charles Blaine, and this is Texas Tomorrow. Are you worried about your kid's future? You should be. You're listening to Texas Tomorrow with Charles Blaine. Join Charles as he talks about the people and issues that are affecting you and your family at the local level of government. Generation Z, or those born between 1997 and 2012, account for about 21% of the U.S. population. And as they get older and begin transitioning into home ownership, it's becoming increasingly unattainable. One in three Gen Zers in North Las Vegas and in Chesapeake, Virginia, own their own homes. That's the highest rate of Gen Z home ownership in any major metro area. But on the opposite side of that spectrum, you have Fremont, California, San Diego, and San Jose, where Gen Zers should pretty much give up on the dream of owning a home. So who falls in between? With the pandemic and remote work encouraging people to to move farther and inflation rates and high interest rates and a generally turbulent economy, it's not that easy to transition into home ownership. And then when you add all of the local burdensome regulations that drive up the cost of housing, it makes it even more out of reach for too many people. Cities in the Midwest and the South make up the majority of cities where homeownership among the next generation is achievable and attainable. But places like Laredo and Corpus Christi and Fort Worth actually top the list when considering price-to-income ratio and unemployment rates, and other factors that lead to high achievable homeownership among young people. Texas overall, unlike many states, offers a wide variety of options for those transitioning into homeownership. And Lubbock, El Paso, like I said, Laredo Corpus and Fort Worth, Plano, Garland, and of course, Houston top the list of places for homeownership for young people, especially. Texas' least affordable city for homeownership is Irving, and that's still better than a lot of states' best affordable city. What drives these numbers are some factors out of our control, like unemployment, inflation, mortgage rates, and the pandemic. But there are a lot of factors that are directly in our control that drive up the cost of homeownership, like minimum lot size Essentially, local governments tell people how small of a footprint they're allowed to build a home on their own lot. So imagine you buy a plot of land and you want to build a home, but you can't afford to build a home as large as you'd like, so you think you're going to add on to it later, but for now, just build a smaller The city might not let you do that because they have a minimum lot size requirement for how you need to build your home, and this happens in many cities across the state every single day. Permitting delays also drive up the cost of building, and those costs are passed right on to buyers. And banning accessory dwelling units or, you know, little cottage apartments in the backyard is another way local governments prohibit the development of more housing. And once these local zoning regulations are passed, they're seldom revisited and never sunset. Now, while Texas is better than some states, a report found that uh, we're among the six states with the least amount of affordable housing. Another study found that we're about 500,000 homes short, especially when it comes to workforce housing and senior housing. A report from the Comptroller found that half of Texas households spend more than 30% of their incomes on housing and utility costs. And so their house costs broke. And a home builder study found that roughly 25% of the cost of a new home, a new single family home, can be attributed to regulations. And regulatory costs are rising faster than wages, so no one's able to keep up. So while it's hard for Gen Z to transition to home ownership, it's hard for anyone. People who want to get a starter home in the city, a family that wants to move out of the city into a bigger home, older people who are ready to downsize. And this impacts what made Texas so successful. We, we talk about all of the things that have boosted this state, but what undergirds that is stable and affordable housing? 
we top the list of Fortune 500 companies because, yes, the regulatory framework is good here. And yes, the state loves handing out tax abatements. But ultimately, it's companies wouldn't be moving here if they couldn't incentivize employees with affordable housing that they're able to purchase. If people moving to Texas from across the country or from out of the country can't afford a home near their potential place of employment or school or their support system, then how can they contribute? Affordable homeownership is one of the most pressing problems that we face. And while it's getting a bit of attention today, it's not getting the attention it deserves. And by the time it does, it just might be too late. So I hope you took something away from this. And if you did, make sure you tell a friend, a family member, share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you see fit. And make sure you tune in for next week's episode of Texas Tomorrow.